All right, good evening. It's February 24th, 2019. Um, we are here for the Long Run Podcast, The Deadhead and the Engineer. Uh, we're actually at the uh, physical space, the soon-to-be-open uh, shop, uh, the Long Run on, on Sutherland Avenue, obviously, right, Ethan? Yep, uh, 2452 Sutherland Avenue. Uh, right across from Young Williams Animal Center. Excellent. So when you're checking out uh, a rescue animal, dog or cat, you can wander across the street to uh, the long run. The, think... sign, the sign right now currently still says Acropolis Hair Salon. <laughs> uh, we're getting that fixed, but it might be a couple weeks until it I happens. can promise you there's nobody getting their hair cut in here. Uh, the place looks fantastic. We are sitting in hair salon chairs, though. Which, yes, it's, and it's very, yes, I feel they're very nice chairs. I'm not sure. Who, who should we promote for these uh for these chairs are they are they locally owned and no. i have no idea where okay they well they're excellent chairs they're very colorful and they're cushiony and so it's very nice so um i think we're going to recap a little bit um we had a technical difficulty last week so this is i guess we're calling it our second inaugural uh long run podcast my name is patrick gilday um I've lived in Knoxville for a long time, uh, not born and raised, but I went to UT, um, still running the roads, uh, I coach high school cross country and track here in town, and uh, I guess I've known Ethan for, I don't know, 10 years, something, maybe almost, something like almost that. Almost 10 years. Uh, and so, yeah, I ran track and cross country at UT, uh, I was fortunate enough, uh, slightly fast enough to qualify for two world championships, not just one, two world championships uh but yeah my claim to fame now is i haven't missed a day of running in six years um but ethan is definitely by far and away the uh knoxville's top um distance runner i think if i if i heard correctly i think you're being inducted into the knoxville track club hall of fame is this right that's right yeah in uh, april i'll be a member of the hall of fame this is this podcast is starting off already you know uh uh, I think if it if the podcast goes as well as our running careers have, then we might be uh, we might be onto something. So um, we'll let in- Ethan introduce himself. So I'm uh, Ethan Coffey. I'm not originally from here either. Uh, I grew up in Northern Virginia and uh, went to college at Carnegie Mellon. Did not have a, quite as illustrious a career as uh, Mr. Gilday over here, but uh, I guess. I'm one of the people who kept on keeping on and outlasted everyone else and eventually <laughs> uh, kind of got, got my due. And if, uh, you know, every, every year pretty much I've taken a few steps forward, even though there's been some, some backward slides and uh, capped it off with a 219 marathon this past year and hoping to bust under 219 pretty soon and qualify for the Olympic trials. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously that's, you know, by far and away over the last probably you know a good a good 10 years um you know one of the top performances that we've seen you know from a local runner in town i mean and we, and we do obviously i think we agree you know there's there's a heck of a you know uh, crew of distance runners on the on the men's and women's side obviously locally um you know we have some former studs we have you know some old veterans that are still running well uh, Gina, you know, is qualified for the trials, and so uh, Gina Rouse, that is, and so it's uh, 
definitely Ethan's been the one plugging away when the rest of us are have become a little a little more sedentary and and not don't get out the door as much um but Ethan is uh check any results here locally um Ethan always seems to be if not at the top pretty close to the top pretty darn close to the top um so yeah, again, we're here at the long run, and you know what's on tap, Ethan? What are you drinking? Well, uh, tonight I'm drinking Bell's Two Hundred Ale. Uh, it's one of my favorite beers, actually. A little, little higher alcohol than beers I usually drink, so I got to be careful. Well, yeah, well, so we'll have to watch ourselves. That's uh, I think out of Michigan. Is out it of Michigan, right? yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sticking with the old trust, the big one, the Bush Twenty Four Ounce Pounder. Um, and so, you know, cheers to that. So we'll take a sip while we uh, get things going here mm-hmm. on our uh, second inaugural podcast. So we got talking points. Uh, Ethan and I usually, you know, go back and forth throughout the week and figure out some things that might be of note. Uh, and and someone, we, someone I know very well, I think Ethan's probably been in his presence before. At some point, done a few long runs with him, uh, so that's pretty good. Behind um, him, Anthony Famoletti and the dog sub four minute mile. I don't know how many of you saw this. If you uh, haven't had a chance, go. I'm sure you can find it online and, and watch the video. It's only four minutes long. It's all, it is yes. It's three minutes and fifty nine seconds. Anthony is originally we're we're both from New York, and he I didn't follow him down here to to Knoxville to go to UT, but ironically enough, we ended up at the same place and. Uh, I would not say regular, but, uh, but we train together now and again. And so he's he's two-time Olympian, multiple-time U.S. Uh, champion, um, all-around good guy, bit of a lunatic. But you know he's uh, he he's he's been he was great for the sport when he when he was at the top of you know the top of his game. I mean his PRs are you know you can look them up. Um, but he's now 40 years old and. He's attempting to. I don't. I think he keeps saying that he's going to be the first forty-year-old, but I don't. That's not true. Yeah. I th- he wants to break. He wants to break four as a forty-year-old. He definitely wouldn't be the first one. Um, maybe if he did it on the roads. If he did, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if that's happened before. I tried. I actually tried to get him out to our uh, our airport. Oh, mile over oh. the summer and uh, over an island home. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't go for it. He but, balked at. But maybe next year. Well, you know, perhaps if you know, maybe uh, you know, Trooper can lead him, uh, you know, to a sub, at least a sub something. Trooper's got know, three legs so, now, so I'm not sure he's running any sub you know, four miles. It, yeah, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. But I, you know, I couldn't help. You know, he he went to the meet in Winston Salem. You know, a traditional, an indoor track meet, and you know, I guess made a somewhat feeble attempt. Um, Anthony, if you listen to this podcast anytime soon, I'm just kind of we're we're just playfully taking shots. But uh, I think he ran like 4:14 or 4:15. Got beat by a, you know uh, some college kids, uh, which for a 40 year old to run 4:15 is outstanding. Uh, but then, and I, obviously Ethan and I joked about it. You know, he's getting pulled by this little um, I don't know little beagle looking thing that. Uh, there's been some chatter, you know, again, if you believe the message boards that where he ran it, it, it looks like it's at McAlpine Park on that greenway. It, it, who knows if it could be downhill, perhaps? I'm, I'm, I, when I was watching it, I'm pretty sure it is downhill. Um, 
it's hard hard to tell from the video. I mean, but. when you when it when it all shakes out, you know, if he runs three fifty nine or four hundred one, you know, unless the the stopwatch was off, it, it's still blazing quick. Um, obviously, Anthony's running accolades speak for themselves. Uh, you know, he, he his times are up there with the some of the best that you know the U.S. has ever seen. This self promotion getting pulled by a dog. I, I kind of was, I mean, it was all over the message boards and different media outlets picked it up. What, what's your opinion of this? Ethan? You know what? It's, it's a stunt. It was, it's, it's fun to watch. Um, but what I like about it is that he's, he's actually using, he's using the publicity to um, promote uh, rescuing dogs. Yeah. Apparently that dog was a rescue. Yeah. It's not his dog. He borrowed it from some <laughs> yeah, other yeah, company. Yeah, borrowing dogs to, you know, to, to, <laughs> to, break, to, records, break, to break records. But, you know, he's he's got a lot of video, a lot of views on that and a lot of comments on it and, uh, you know, he's he's promoting rescuing dogs. Yeah. Which, you know, anything that, that does something good like that, I don't know, is worth it in my book. I agree. I mean, I, I agree. Um, you know, it, it, Knowing him as well as I do, and I've known Anthony since, I don't know, 1996 or something like that. Um, obviously, it, it, it was a stunt, and it was uh, some, you know, uh, obviously a little bit of self-promotion in there, but uh, I wish I remembered the dog's name off the top of my head, but little beagle thing that was pulling him around there. Um, you know, it, it definitely seemed, it, it, was, it, was, it was neat. You know, nobody got injured in the in the video and so that was uh you know wh- whether he can replicate that you know you know that 359 on an oval remains to be seen at the moment but right also as a uh as a uh, course measurement official <laughs> i would like to see the official measurement on that uh, yeah you know that just, would be interesting just, just to make sure that it was actually a mile yeah that would be interesting to see that but uh nonetheless it you know it, it it's uh you know, any kind of, you know, promotion like that to get, you know, obviously, you know, as runners ourselves, we don't, you know, go around to races and different events, you know, getting pulled by dogs, but it was neat. I think it got a lot of laughs. I know, you know, there was a group of us in town here locally that just, you know, I think one of them, one of them said, you know, just got a chuckle out of it. I mean, that's kind of fam for you. And so, um, good for him. I'm sure the kids that he coaches in, uh, North Carolina, wherever he lives, I think uh, near Cary or something like that. Uh, I'm sure they got a kick out of it. And so uh, we moved from, you know, uh, a friend uh, doing a good thing for, you know, promoting, you know, uh, not from, only the sport. From, from saving animals to, to, <laughs> to killing animals. Okay, yeah, you put it out there. So obviously some of y'all have probably read this lunatic that um, – I guess, I don't know, at first it was a mountain lion, now I'm here, it was a bobcat, but now it sounded like this guy in Colorado Springs. Uh, um, Fort Collins. Fort Collins, there you go, that's right, okay. Um, you know, there was, it, Outside Magazine picked it up, it was all over different, um, you know, news outlets that this guy was on a run in Fort Collins, obviously out in the trail somewhere, and, you know, this bobcat mountain lion you know attacked him and he just killed it with his bare hands just choked the thing out um but i guess the truth finally came out i guess it was one day last week we were goofing on this guy that it turned out to be 
no more than just like a 35 pound house cat uh, uh, do you think you could kill a, a bobcat or a house cat or a mountain lion for that matter Honestly, probably not. <laughs> I would think if they're Animals, coming at me, I'm I not mean, sure what I, I mean, would do. I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess uh, if adrenaline takes over and stuff, it's it's a it's another story. But animals are strong. Yeah, you know when you're when you're walking a forty pound dog, if it doesn't want to go somewhere, you're gonna have a hard time pulling that thing. For and, sure. And you know people are are ragging on this guy for for saying it was a mountain lion. Maybe it was a, a, a juvenile mountain lion. Maybe it was yeah. a young mountain yeah. lion. Maybe yeah. it was actually a bobcat. But still, it's, I mean, I, I, I get nervous around house cats sometimes because <laughs> if you look at it the wrong way, it'll scratch you and it'll, it'll bite your hand off. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere near a 35-pound no, cat. I agree. I have a, I don't know, I think a 15-pound cat at home. And, uh, yeah, if I, you're right. If I look at her the wrong way or, uh, you know, she's clawing at me so I think you know it was it it it, it definitely created for interesting conversations on on some runs last week I know with you know I think us and the boys were kind of just goofing around about it um I don't know that I want to make the news for killing uh you know whether whether we're calling a house cat bobcat mountain lion um but it, it was definitely interesting I'm sure you know Heck, probably in Colorado, those things probably happen all the time. We, thankfully, we don't have uh, the only people we or things we run into are just kind of like homeless drunkards, you know, down on the Greenway on occasion. I've seen coyotes. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I have seen coyotes on Nayland Drive. Um, they don't usually attack. No, they don't. They don't usually attack. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, I did get chased one time by just some lunatic on two legs, but. <laughs> Um, I that's didn't a, that's I didn't a story for him. another time. I yeah, think. that is that's yeah that's down the road on a podcast. Um, I think we go kind of from the news of the weird uh, or odd, if you will, uh, between Anthony and puppies and and house cats uh, last week, uh, which we'll get last week's abbreviated podcast out uh, into the world somehow, some way, I guess, even though it got cut off. At about 13 minutes of our conversation last week, uh, but we talked about the Whitestone 30K, and um, it's just still a popular KTC event. Uh, and it was this past Saturday. It was Saturday, right? Sunday. It Sunday. Okay, it was Sunday. Um, My birthday. No big deal. That's right. Yes, yeah, so it was Ethan's birthday. Thank goodness for Facebook because I'm remind. You know, we're all reminded of people's birthdays, and I did have it set, it wasn't set as a reminder, not to weird you out, but I had it set, it saved in his, you know, um, info on my phone, so I, I remembered, and I, I did wish him happy birthday on Sunday, and yeah, so that made Whitestone, so he, uh, Ethan went out for a nice long run, 30k, um, uh, at Whitestone, and we debated last week if it was the most difficult course uh, in Knoxville. And we both um, agreed that it was. We both agreed that it was. I would imagine having raced it on Sunday, then that you would probably still agree that it is the most difficult course. Yeah, I was pretty... Uh, uh, it's been a year since I ran it last time. And last time I ran it, I was in a different different point in my uh, training. And this I was completely unprepared this time. And I just went out trying to, trying to, trying to relax six-minute pace. 
and it was not relaxing. I ran close to six minute pace, but it was much tougher than what I was hoping for. What do you think, you know, and I, I ask you this and I know we're not beginners, but do you think it's, is it the course that's challenging? Is it the, you know, I mean, you're someone that's run, you know, 50 milers and, and you know, some ultras. So is it, is it, what combination makes it the most challenging, do you think? So it's the, it's the unrelenting hills, for one thing. Um, and I really think on top of that, the road surface. I don't know, you've, it's been a long time since you were out there. Yeah, it has um, been. And so a small, the small portion, uh, I don't know if you remember the, the out, there's an out and back um, when you start off I on vaguely that, recall, on that yes. middle loop. Um, that, that part of the road has been repaved. And it was really nice, and you could really tell a difference. The rest of it was just—it's all rutted and Ooh, and hard tough. to run on. It just—it just tires you out. And then to put the hills on top of that, and it's just—you know—it's only. I, I look at my Strava, and it was like thirteen hundred feet of elevation, okay. which isn't—you know—it's not a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, it's not a ton. But it's just there's no flat sections. It's just always up and always down. Well, I mean, I think you know, you know, and, and who am I? I'm, you know, I'm just a lowly old high school coach, but it would seem to me like six minute pace is, you know, maybe not, you know, if you weren't overly prepared for it and you weren't, it's not something you were training for. That seems like a pretty good effort then out there on Sunday. Yeah. Say? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I can't, can't be too upset because yeah. I haven't been running that much, but you know, last time I went out there, I think I ran 545 pace or something. And it was, okay. yeah, that's yeah, considerably faster. I saw, I don't, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm out, out of the loop. Uh, per se, um, obviously I know kind of our um, group of friends and runners that we hang out with. I, T- Tanner Cook, uh, I think he ran about an hour forty-five forty to yeah. on the men's side to take the win, and then Stacy Clower, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, she was, you know, took it for the, you know, on the women's side. But uh, you know, give a little bit of shout out to our boy Andy Jones, top, I think he was ninth. I think he finished ninth. Doing a workout. Yeah. Doing a workout. Yeah. So he averaged just under seven minute pace for Jonesy. That's pretty darn good. 207.20 thereabouts is what I had down. Um, yeah, Tanner, Tanner's a Johnson City kid. Okay, right um, on. Uh, he, he was actually, uh, I got recruited to be on the Asheville uh, Blue Ridge Relay team last okay. year. And, uh, the Charlotte, the Charlotte boys were pretty upset about that, um, but he was also uh, recruited to be to fill out their twelve. Okay. And so we were on the same. That's how that's how I really got to know him was we were on the same Blue Ridge Relay gotcha. team. Gotcha. Okay. So he just came into town to hammer out a thirty k, huh? Yeah. He oh. uh, he's I guess he's running an Oxford Marathon. Oh, right on. So, okay. Okay. So we'll see him again. So it's a little tune up, I guess, of sorts for him, and so uh, and well for most people that. Uh, you know, probably ran Whitestone or gearing up for uh, Covenant Health Knoxville Marathon here in March. Um, you know, the the question that I think will probably, you know, if everybody, you know, looked at the results is you let an old man, Stuart Ellington, you know, I, I, I say nip, but he kind of, he kind of took you to the tool, yeah, to, well, out to the shed. Well, um, so I, I'll, I'll, all props to Stu because he he ran a, sure. he ran a really strong race and I really uh, <clears throat> I really thought on the last half of that course I was going to catch him and he just he just kept his distance. However, I did c- catch him once, and if you'll if you'll notice the dif- distance the difference between my Strava time and <laughs> my uh, official time is a couple minutes. 
before I went out on that second loop. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have to, I'll I, have to check to, that out. I had to stop at the porta potty for a little bit. Oh, so there was a little bit of uh, <laughs> and, okay. Uh, so bathroom malfunction. So Stu Stu passed me while I was sitting in the porta potty, and then uh, I was never able to catch him up. You know, maybe we should think about you know, and maybe that's something that you know the long run can promote. Maybe we can have a road race that follows you know. Uh, like Formula One type tactics, you know, it's like where there's pit, you know, stops, di- and pit stops and different things. And uh, I'm just throwing something out there, but you never know. It's like uh, I think that's called an ultra marathon. <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> all right, so all right, we'll mix that plan and uh, and move on to the next thing. Um, we definitely this being the second inaugural and moving forward, we probably won't use that cheesy moniker. Um, so far, we've had no technical difficulties, thank goodness. Um, I think the, the rundown, whatever you want to call it, talking points, I think we'll always have some talking points, local things that are happening. Uh, and, and, well, obviously, Anthony and the Bobcat wrestler um, are not local. I mean, Anthony, you know, we know Anthony because he, you know, lived in Knoxville for a long time, and the Bobcat guy was just kind of funny. Um, Whitestone was local to us, but I think, you know, we'll try to have some talking points. And with the store opening up, is there a projected date yet? So I think we're going to be open for business um, in the next week, couple weeks. Excellent. Um, but the, the grand opening isn't going to be for probably a couple months because, as you, as you saw when we took you on the tour here, sure. we've got a whole other kind of uh, – there's the library and the event Event side and the showers and the bathrooms that aren't completely done yet, so uh, we wanted to to open up the retail space so we could bring people in and start you know selling some clothes and stuff. But well, yeah, the rest of it's not going to be. The place for a while. is fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I we've all run by this place, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of time uh, times. Excuse me, and. For a long time, it's been as you know. You gave a shout out to the former, uh, you know, the Acropolis Hair Studio here. It was just, it's just been an eyesore, uh, and obviously, you know, it's it's cleaning up outside. And obviously, when they get the, um, you know, I guess I mean, there's still a lot of things you have to do outside. But I think when it's all said and done, if it looks half as good as it looks in here now, and and I'm looking at uh, you know a bunch of empty clothing racks. But the place is set up, it's kind of got a really cool feel to it. Uh, and it is the event space that will, you know, will eventually, uh, you, know, ho- you know, I think Julia said maybe yoga classes and a big screen television for, you know, viewing everybody's favorite track meets and, and marathons on the television. television. That'll be Trooper's Library over there. Um, and so it's a really neat space. Um, you know, who knew that you know, uh, a vet and an engineer could come up with such a concept that looks this beautiful. You know, it looks really good. Um, so I can't wait to see, you know, people in here. Um, I've joked that I'm going to be in here pretty much just kind of hanging out, drinking beer. Um, but I think it, it, it'll, you know, it'll, you know, whatever the concept is. And I think that's what I want to ask Ethan next is, you know, why open the long run? That's, uh, Kind of a good question. I'm not entirely sure the answer myself. Um, you know, I've noticed over over the past few years. Um, I when I was younger, I would just 
wear whatever whatever I got for free or whatever was cheapest and and whatever. And I've I've noticed um, as I've become a, a person with a job and uh, an uh, adult um, that there's a lot of really nice, comfortable yeah. clothing out there. And I noticed we we just weren't being exposed to it, you know, around here that that easy, that well. Um, and you know, I've been buying, uh, for instance, Rabbit. Is a, is okay, a, is yeah, a right on. Yep. And I've I've been wearing Rabbit running shorts, you know, for the last last couple of years. They're probably the most comfortable shorts I've ever I've ever run in. And um, uh, I just wanted, you know, we 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 were talking about it. And we're like, what if what if we just brought in some of these some of these there brands we that we're uh, that we're Thank interested you, that we're interested in, and you know I uh, uh, when I was when I was in Boston a, a few years ago I ran the, the double Boston marathon. Oh yeah, that's right. We'll and, save that uh, lunatic story for definitely <laughs> another time. And I was out hanging out with some some of my buddies, and uh, we got introduced to this guy. So I went to I went to Carnegie Mellon, and Washington University of St. Louis is in our conference, okay. and I went to a party that was hosted by some of those guys, and it turns out. They had started a clothing company called Janji, and they're still based out of Boston. Wow, get the hell out and of here. And that's another, that's, that's another one uh, that we're bringing in. Wow, um, cool. So it's just, there's, there's just a lot of nice, comfortable clothes out there, and we're just trying to get people to, to try them out. I mean, so, you know, one, one cool thing I think, um, you know, that the long run you know, will hopefully, you know, kind of fill a gap is, you know, I think the location and, and, and obviously, you know, you know, connections within the running community. I, I mean, I think this could be a really cool gathering place. Well, eventually. and that's the other thing. So I just, I just talked about kind of the clothing side because that's what's, well, on, sure. that's what's yeah. on my mind right now. But there's, you know, there's this whole other side. It's completely open. It's going to, like you said, going to have the big TV. We can have, you know, watch parties. We can have, uh, we can have runs from here. We can with have, bush beer. Can we have bush beer <laughs> at the watch parties too? We can have uh, all kinds of, you know, get-togethers. There's going to be. We're going to have showers and walkers, um, and uh, you know, it's it's just, um, I don't know. It's just I, we're we're kind of thinking of it like a, a running hub. Yeah. You know, where people can come and 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 hang out with other runners and kind of enjoy it. I think, yeah, I, th- I think the concept of it is, is neat. Um, you know, we definitely have, you know, uh, Knoxville isn't, you know, New York City, uh, you know, but we're not a tiny little place either. And so we do have a really um, lively, I guess you could call it sometimes, vibrant running yeah, community. So. And so... Um, you know, from my perspective, I mean, I, I feel like a place like this, um, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll really fill a hole that maybe we haven't, you know, we do have some of the other stores in town and, and they serve a purpose and they do a fantastic job. Uh, I think this will serve a different purpose perhaps. And, and, you know, I think, and, and even just in, you know, this part of town too, I mean, Heck, you know, and I've been here a little bit longer than 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 you have, Ethan. But like, Sutherland Avenue used to be, you know, a, like nobody'd go down mm-hmm. Sutherland Avenue. Um, 
But now it's like there's there's a lot of businesses, restaurants, you know, are continuing to pop up. I think there's on the other side of Sutherland. I think there's a brewery coming in. Yeah. So it's um, you know, it, it's someone had to you know, or, you know, whether someone had to or wanted to. Obviously, you guys are you know, you know, making the plunge, if you will. And I mean, it, it, again, I think you know we're sitting in an empty store at the moment with just some clothing racks and hangers um, but the look is really kind of warm and inviting and I think once we see uh, you know some 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 apparel and gear uh, you know around I think it'll be cool in the future when we have you know when we do these events here I mean from now on I think you know obviously our our place is gonna you know the podcast will happen here at the long run you know, being able to sit down and talk to reps and different yeah. different people in the in the industry. And uh, before we move on, there's a couple points I want to make. Uh, one is you mentioned um, you know the other the other stores serve their purposes, and and uh, one one thing is that everyone thinks we're crazy, but we're not planning at this point on bringing shoes. You know, I do. You know, we're, I, we're, I had. We're I, calling ourselves an athletic apparel store. We want to bring in not just running clothes, and not just you know clothes you could wear to yoga or that you could wear yeah. wear to Orange Theory or or whatever. Um, I don't want to get into the shoe fitting sure. whole thing. And you know, Runners Market, Fleet Feet, they do a, a fantastic yeah. job with that. I don't want to. I want so so. We're just focusing on the clothing at the moment. Right. There, there might we might find some shoes that we're really excited about and bring in sometime, but right now that's not the plan. Um, and then also, since, since I brought up Janji, um, one, one of the things that really excited us about them, uh, besides the fact that it kind of had, had a history of well, yeah, that, with those guys. That, you know, that, that, they, that, and that helps. They, every season, they actually go to um, a developing country and they get their design, their art, artwork designs from that country. They wow. work with local artists and they, and they come up with all their all the designs they're gonna come up with. Very cool. And then 5% uh, of all the proceeds from that season go to clean water projects in that country. That's Sandy. excellent. So, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm really uh, big on this company. So. I think, you know, that seems like a pretty good, um, obviously, you know, if the product is, you know, top notch, you know that seems like a really good reason you know to you know continue to buy their product i mean not too i don't, I don't obviously know too many companies that are giving back you know the way that they are so that's really neat i i honestly did not know that about them um you know so i, I think you know it'll be really it'll be really neat when you know when this place is you know like you said you know becomes a hub for you know, and I think you know. Yeah, granted, you and I are runners, and that's how we kind of uh, label ourselves, or you know, what category we, we get lumped into. But it would almost seem to me like it—it's a—I don't, you know, like a lifestyle store. There's not gonna—it's it, not a place just for runners. Like, right. you know, you're, you're going to be welcoming in, you know, all people that run, walk, you know, whether they're yoga enthusiasts. Uh, so I think that's the neat aspect to it. It's not just a running shop, you know, and exactly. that, I think that's what's going to be cool. Like, yeah, people might think you guys are crazy, but, you know, I'm excited because I live around the corner and I don't know. I'll have to see if there's like, you know, a secret code, an Allen key that I, that'll, you know, that I can break into the kegerator with. But I think it's going to be excellent. Uh, you know, I'm super excited for the opening. I know we've talked about Janji, uh, and I know, 
we have some mutual friends that you've probably been working at working you know deals with as far as reps go but you know take a couple of minutes and tell like tell us like what other what other companies are you going to have you know whether it be apparel uh, i know we're looking at a, a pair of gooders here and i I've, I'm, I've yet to own a pair of gooders but i think uh, i don't know if i'm going to get the pink flamingo ones or the looks like hawaiian type uh, gooders but tell us about some of the accessories and some of the you know apparel and gear you guys are gonna have. All right so um, right now I'm actually I'm wearing a, a rabbit sweatshirt it's called the the Mr. Hood Zip I think. Interesting it's part, name. It's part of their uh, run fast lounge hard um, uh, collection. That which sounds is, very good. Which is just uh, not necessarily stuff you would run in but just comfortable clothes to wear. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm this is I wear this pretty much every day when I get home from work. Um, and uh, so we'll have to make sure we get this podcast, you know, to the rep just so that, you know, they're aware that, you know, the, the, promotion, <laughs> the promotion is there. And like you said, uh, we're bringing Gooder sunglasses. They've got, uh, we've got a whole bunch of uh, different styles right now. Um, uh, there's a supplement. I, got, I don't know if you call it supplements, but they make... Um, uh, goose and drinks. It's called Untapped. Okay. It's basically uh, almost the, the goose are basically pure maple syrup. Oh wow! And uh, I've I've actually used them on a couple of runs, and they're, I mean, it's it's fantastic. Okay. It's, it it it's goes down really smooth, and it just tastes. I don't know. It might be too it might be too strong for some people, but it sounds like breakfast. It, you know, it tastes. Breakfast and they have, run. They've got like um, uh, what do you soup, soup waffles. Oh really? Those, the, the the little waffles that you have that you get. Out of oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, let's see. I've, uh, I talked about Janji, and we're bringing uh, Wazelle, which okay. most, most people know know about Wazelle. It's a women's only, sure. uh, kind of a women's excellent women, gear from what I, yeah, empowerment. And, yeah. yeah, people are really big on that. Um, from what I hear, they they're comfortable clothing. Uh, I don't really. Where the Wazelle stuff? Yeah, I so, yeah, I don't know that it would fit us well. Um, some of the some of the trail people might be interested in bringing some orange mud. Um, cool. Well, yeah, we got a huge trail is, community here in uh, town. They, you know, they they do uh, packs and um, what I, what I the orange mud product that I use all the time is actually it's a um, seat cover for running. You put it over your seat when you when you're done running, and it's like a towel. But it also has... Oh, wait, are you calling me out because I haven't given you back your seat cover yet? Is that, is that where you're going with this? No, I'm, okay. I'm okay with that because okay. I, got, I got more... You, you my, have I a would, better I one. I would give you my orange mud one. <laughs> okay. Because it also, <laughs> it also has little uh, hooks, hooks and loops, and you can use it as a changing towel. Oh, it's so, one of those little So you can uh, jammies. wrap it around yourself, change... And uh, not flash everybody when you're changing. Is there different? Is there a color options, or is it just like one one we've, color fits all? Like, what got, if I have a a dark colored car and I want you know like a bright colored? Uh, we got a few changes. We can we can we can okay. help you out there. All right. Well, that's well. So very so it'll an eclectic mix of things. You know, I I, I still come back to the fact that I, I think it's going to be, you know, it already is a really cool space. Um, I think it it seems like it's going to be very inviting. Um, even if you know there's no beer in the refrigerator, I think the fact that there's multiple showers and there'll be you know different community events happening uh, in the meeting space. Uh, I know. Uh, I think we had talked the other day. I'm, 
I, myself, I'm donating a, a poster that was given to me years ago. Um, so I, it's not, you know, some memorabilia. I think my own father's chipping in some uh, New York City Marathon posters yep. that were, you know, I think that they're going to frame and hang up. So, you know, if you have something cool, if you're here locally and you want to contribute something, then, uh, you know, it, it definitely is going to be a neat, a neat space, uh, very inviting. Um, and so, I, you know, I can't wait for it to open. I think it's going to be really cool. There's a, there's, you know, it's, it's something else for Knoxville folks to, you know, support. I think, you know, I, I think we would both agree. Uh, Knoxville folks like to support, you know, locally owned and operated. So, um, it's cool. I, you know, I, I can't wait for it to open and, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fun to sit and chat with, with reps in the future. Um, you know, when they come into town, um, and, you know, hope, hopefully, I guess, I mean, as, as entertaining as we are, hopefully we can entertain the crowd here at the long run, which... It's, it's been kind of a slow week. That's, that's what I'm blaming this on. Yeah, well, you know, so exactly. It's, uh, everybody's sick and, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, flucations going on. So it's, uh, but it should be fun. I think, uh, I don't know if we're going to always wrap it up with, like, a, with our book club but troopers library will be a part of the long run here and it's going to be in the event space and i think julie was telling me they're going to have really cool you know obviously you know lots of memorabilia um and books there's going to be you know lots of books lots of books mostly about running mostly about running and so um i don't do you have a book today that um, I'd like to rep the 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 book uh, that I I'm going to rep. It's not one that I'm currently reading. Uh, it turns out the uh, the between the running and the job and the PhD that I'm working on, I don't have that much time for uh, for fun fun reading. Um, but I got it. Uh, I was I was looking at all our books the other day, and and it popped out at me as one that I really enjoyed. It's called uh, King Kings of the Road, and it's okay. basically uh, kind of the the story of the running boom. Of the seventies. Wow. And it, uh, Who's the author? Talks, uh, you're gonna Put call me on the out spot. On this. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, it probably um, but, doesn't matter who the author is. It, it sounds like yeah, a fascinating. Yeah, book. it talks about uh, uh, Bill Rogers and Frank Shorter and Alberto Salazar and how how those the clashes between those guys uh, basically kind of created that running boom. Wow, interesting. Well, uh, you know, again, I guess that'll be a book that's in the library. Um, or have you thought this far ahead if? If there's a book, is it going to, like, what if I wanted to come in and just, like, are you going to sell the books or are they going to come in? Check, we'll check them out to you. We actually have a library online set up where Excellent. you can actually, um, and I'll, I'll be posting this on our, our Facebook and our webpage, the address, so you can go and you can see what we have available and you can come in and you can check it out for 30 days. Wow, that is very cool. Very cool. Um, well, this book that I'm going to kind of promote uh, this evening as we kind of get wrapped up here is uh, the honor, an honorable run, and, and I, I use this book, and I give it to graduating seniors at the high school I work at. Uh, Matt McHugh is the author's name, um, and I was having a hard time finding the book, uh, and through different avenues, Facebook is a, a magnificent thing sometimes. I found this guy, 
communicated with him. He went to University of Colorado. Um, I, I'm gonna. He, I'm probably wrong, but he's like he's not from Colorado. He's like from Idaho or Wyoming or something like that. But it's it talks about the relationship between his high school coach and his college coach. Obviously, Mark Wetmore at at, at CU. Um, really, in, uh, kind of like a heartfelt book, a little bit. Um, you know, I and I, I give it. I give it to the student athletes that I coach just because um, I just kind of like the tale that it tells. It's just um, you know about relationships, and I think um, you know it's not a, It's not just about you know. Here's what I did. You know, to run fast. I mean, he he was just a walk on at CU, uh, which you know, CU takes very few walk ons, um, and I don't I don't I don't know that he ever you know gotten like you know some of the notoriety of like some of the big timers there at CU, but he was still a part of that team. And in talking to Matt uh, this past fall when I was ordering whatever ten books, uh, got to know him just a little bit, you know through email and it's a really neat book uh i have one copy literally left um so that I'm, i might donate that to the troopers library i was i was about to say uh we don't actually have we have a, we've got a lot of books and we're we're always growing um with the library um we don't have that one and if if anybody out there if you have running books that you've you've read and you don't want anymore or you know you have multiple copies or whatever we take donations of, of running books if you want to let other people borrow it. Just bring it in and, uh, and we'll put it on the shelves. Very cool. Very cool. I think, uh, I think our time is up. We're approaching we're, 45 minutes. Oh, well, 42 minutes here. Um, and I think we're going to try to keep this podcast to about 45 minutes. Um, I think we're going to – I think we've got to talk about – You know, we need to probably make some sort of um, – social media presence here moving forward um websites for the long run where can we find those uh the long run 865.com and we're also on uh facebook at um the long run 865 i think and instagram is shop the long run shop okay so 865 for those that's our area code here. It spells V O L. Spells V O L. If you can believe that, believe it or not. And so, <laughs> um, I think we got all we got all forty two minutes of our podcast tonight, and we didn't get cut off by any phone calls or annoying text messages. And so, I think we'll probably do this again next Thursday here at the long run. I guess I guess we we probably need like a moniker where it's like you know. Live on location, you know, isn't that how the isn't that how the sports geeks do it, or the you know the talking heads do it? Live from Knoxville, uh, it's it's Thursday night. It's Thursday, it's Thursday night. Does that work? And I so know. I think Ethan and I are going to finish our uh, my Bush beer and his two hearted ale, and I guess we'll see you next week. Next week. <laughs>